Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for our NCC More podcast. The whole point of this podcast is to add a little bit more value to your life, to your family, to your future, to your perspective from the message on Sunday. And that's what I hope to do today. Right now, we are in a series entitled Follow Me, Follow Me. And we have subtitled that, The Call That Will Change Us All. The Call That Will Change Us All. And the reason it's the call that will change us all is it is the call that Jesus uses to call disciples unto himself. He says, come and follow me. You remember when he ran into Peter and Andrew there by the shore, uh, there on the Sea of Galilee, and he says, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Come and follow me. Come and learn from me. Come and pattern your life after me. And uh, we started in the first week by talking about uh, uh, the first definition of the word follow. And it's pretty neat because what we're doing over this series is we are taking five definitions for the word follow, which has been incredibly uh, interesting to me that one word could mean so many things. <laughs> that, that is just the thing that keeps overwhelming me every time I look at this. And I think when Jesus said, hey, follow me, so much was meant by that word. And so we started by talking about that it means to move in the same direction as. And that's where we started in week one. Uh, last week, we were talking about moving in a new direction. And that, that requires us to take one step. And the only way to get to a, a, a different uh, destination is to take one step in a new direction. And uh, that's where it always begins. And it can feel small. It can seem insignificant. But the reality of it is, is taking one step in a new direction is the key to transformation. And then this past Sunday, we started talking about another definition of the word follow. And what we took out of that definition was the word dominion the word dominion. We talk about submitting to the authority, pledging allegiance to, um, accepting uh, Jesus as our guide and as our leader. And when we take away that word dominion, that the word dominion actually means rule, control, and domination. <laughs> you know, I said it on Sunday, but I think it's so true that growing up in a democracy Many times it is hard for us to transition into the kingdom of God because in democracy, the people have the power, but in a dominion, the king has the power. He has the rule. He has the control. And he has this word that we didn't even really talk about a lot on Sunday because it is such a strong word, and that is domination. If there is one thing that an American doesn't want to be, that is dominated. I don't want to be dominated. But yet here, when we look at the dominion of God, it is that we would submit our lives to the rule, to the control, and to the domination of Christ, that Christ would literally dominate every part of our life. And this is so radically important if we are going to live as a true disciple of Jesus Christ. Let me just get into this uh, a little bit of what we touched on Sunday. And um, I used the, the scripture 
uh, that Jesus says, if you are going to follow me, if you're going to come after me, if you're going to be my disciple, he said, then you have to give up your own way, you have to take up your cross, and then you have to follow me. Okay, we broke that word down, that give up your own way, and we came up with a little acrostic for the word way, and that was that you have to give up your own will, you have to give up your attitude, and you have to give up your yakking, okay? And, and this is why it's so important that we submit to the dominion of Christ and literally to the domination of Christ, because if we don't submit our lives to his dominion, his rule, his control, and his domination, then we will never change the way that we think. And that's what our will really is. Our will is the power of the control that the mind has over its own actions. And so I must be willing to submit my will or to submit my way of thinking to the domination of Christ. Now, I grew up thinking certain thoughts and the same way you grew up. You grew up thinking thoughts. A lot of those thoughts, when we initially grow up, it's the thoughts of our parents, right? Uh, that was the environment that we were raised in. So we grow up thinking like they think. Maybe we had some influential teachers. Uh, maybe we had some influential coaches. And then all of a sudden, society begins to influence us. Uh, we get influenced by music. We get influenced by celebrities. We get influenced by sports stars. We get influenced in so many ways. And, and the culture and the society and the world begins to to generate or create a way of thinking in each and every one of us. But this is what I have to see. I have to let Christ come in and begin to dominate my thoughts because the way of thinking that I had prior uh, to submitting to Christ is not going to take me where I want to go in my life. So I must submit my will, and that means I have to allow Jesus to dominate my mind. Now, that is a strong word, and the reason that we fight against it is at the end of the day, come on, we are fighting that selfishness on the inside of us that says, no, I want to dominate my thoughts. I want, I want to have the attitude that I want to have when I want to have it, and if I want to yak, then I want to yak, and nobody is going to tell me what to do. Nobody is going to tell me how to do it. Nobody is going to tell because I, because I am in control of my life, but when we come to Jesus, what we're saying is, I want to give up that control. Why do we want to give up that control? It's because Jesus said this. He says, if you hang on to your life, if you cling to it, if you want dominion over your own life, then you are going to lose that life. However, if you give up your life for me, for my way, for me to rule, control, and dominate your life, then you will find life. And I, and I think that word find is so interesting is because, you know, how many of you have ever found something in the place you weren't expecting it to be, right? You, you, you start looking for, for, for something, you're looking for your keys, and you, you always put them in a certain few places, and you're looking, you're looking, you're looking, and then all of a sudden you find your keys in the floor of your kid's room uh, right beside their bed, 
and you realize, oh man, I forgot when I got home late and I had uh, picked up my kid out of the car and I went to lay them in the bed. I dropped the keys as I was putting them in the bed and then they woke up and then I had to help them go back to sleep and I forgot my keys were there. And so I'm looking for something in a place, but I found it in a place that I wasn't looking for it. And here's the thing about life is that we, we feel like we know what's going to make us happy. We feel like we know what's going to give us purpose. We feel like we know what we want. But how many of you have discovered that what you thought was going to make you happy doesn't make you happy? What you thought was going to fulfill you doesn't fulfill you. The life that you thought you wanted is not the life that you really wanted, and it's not the life that you really needed. But what Jesus says is he says, I have something for you. And you will find it in a place that you're not expecting to find it because you thought you had to come alive to find life. But what I'm telling you is that you have to die to your life to find life. Now, that doesn't even make sense. How am I going to find life in death? And that's why so many people don't find it. After all, Jesus said the way to life is narrow. But the, but the pathway to destruction is broad because it, it's not that people want their, their life to be destroyed. It's that they're, they are moving along a path that they think is going to bring them something in life, but that's not where it's taking them. It's the narrow pathway. It's the pathway of, of death. It's the pathway of dying to ourselves that takes us to the life that we really want. And that life is driven by us allowing Christ to dominate our will, to dominate our way of thinking, to dominate our attitude. As we talked on Sunday, that attitude is the settled way of thinking and feeling. It's our settled thoughts and our settled emotions uh, that have become our being. And they, are, they have directed our behaviors, okay? So I have to be willing to submit that attitude, that way of being, and the behaviors that are coming out of my life. I have to let Christ dominate those things in my life. But, but here's the thing. I want to do what I want to do. I want to say what I want to say. I want to feel how I want to feel. I want to go about, okay? But that's not going to take me to the life that I ultimately want. Once again, Jesus said, when you die to that way of living, when you die to yourself, when you die to your rule and your control, then you will find life and life is found in the giving up of your own way, that will, that attitude, and that yakking, that talking uninterruptedly, that talking idly, always talking, never listening, always talking, not hearing God's opinion because we're always too busy giving our own opinion, not hearing God's directions because we're always giving our own instructions to others, not hearing what God has to say because we always have something to say. And what we have to do is we have to submit that to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And we have to die to ourselves. Now, friends, let me tell you what I'm talking about right now. It is not simple. It is not easy, it is not pleasant, and it will be the fight of our lives. That's why the Gospel of Luke says that you take up your cross daily. You have to take up that cross daily. You have to make the commitment to die 
to yourself every single day, to give up your own way every single day so that you might have the life that Jesus Christ intended for you to have. Please hear me. You cannot have the abundant life doing life your way. If you don't hear anything else I say, please hear me right now. You cannot live the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have if you are not willing to die to yourself in order to experience that life. You don't get to live the abundant life any other way. Jesus Christ died to give you abundant life, but you don't get that life by living life your own way, living life on your own terms, living life by your own rule, control, and domination. No, Jesus has the abundant life for you. It is available for you, but the pathway to abundant life is through death, dying to myself so that I might experience life. And see, once again, can we go back to say, that's not where I expect to find life. I don't expect to find life in death. I don't expect to find overflow in death. I don't expect to find a rich and satisfying life in death. It's not where I expected to find it. And that is the beauty and the mystery of what Jesus offers. He says, if you will come and die to yourself, then you can have the life that only I can give you. This is the key to you overflowing in joy. This is the key to you overflowing in peace. This is the key to you overflowing in power and in purpose in your life. This is the key, dying to yourself. Please hear me, friends. You cannot have the abundant life until you are willing to give up your own way in life. Give up that will, give up that attitude, give up that way of talking, give that up, submit that to the domination of Christ, and then you will begin to find life in a place that you didn't expect life to come from. Life does come from death. That's the way that Jesus designed it. And we understand this because it is through his death that he experienced life. He died on the cross that he might be resurrected. We die to ourselves so that, so that we might be resurrected, that we might experience the abundant life that Jesus Christ has for us. Folks, this is going to be a tremendous journey as we continue on in this series of Follow Me. Jesus says, come on, follow me in a new direction. Jesus says, follow me and submit to my dominion. And man, this next Sunday, we're going to be talking about devotion, that once we submit to the dominion of Christ, we submit to his rule, his control over our lives, then we begin to live a life of devotion to him. This is a beautiful journey that we are on of following Jesus. And, and we say here that discipleship is our process to progress. We are in process right now and we are experiencing progress 
because God is doing a work in all of us through this teaching, through this truth of discipleship. So I want to say, hey, thank you for listening today to the NCC More podcast. Make sure if you have, if you've missed some of the Sundays, please make sure that you listen to these Sunday messages. And I hope to see you in church this Sunday at 930 and 1115 right here at North Point Community Church. God bless you, and we'll see you soon.